Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in High Fidelity. Welcome to the Along Came a Writer Network. Opinions expressed in our shows do not necessarily reflect those of the network. And welcome to the Lena Nelson Dooley Show. And today, my guest is Patsy Moore. She's the author of One Liners from God. And I have to tell you, uh, the way we met in the first place for me to even find out about her was so much a God thing. Uh, We both go to the same church. Uh, I think she goes to a different campus than I do. And um, I had not been in a ladies' life group for quite some time. And I wanted to get back into ladies' life group. And a friend of mine, Kim, Kim Fox, she said, oh, you need to come to, to our uh, group. And, and she told me who was the leader, and I knew her too. And I said, okay, I'll come to it. And we, I went out to uh, this place on the lake, on Lake Grapevine. It was a gorgeous, gorgeous place. And I loved being there, except for one thing. <laughs> the chairs were terribly uncomfortable for me. And, you know, I've had two knee replacements and it was just very hard for me to sit in those chairs and I debated before the next time I went and of course because uh, I planned to come back they put me on their um, uh, group their Facebook group that was for this this actually uh, ladies life group and so by the time it came time to go to the next I knew that I was going to have to choose a place where I could sit in a regular kind of chair. Uh, now, the chairs are nothing wrong with the chairs. It's something wrong with me. But in that short space of time, one week, Patsy put up on the uh, group, on the Facebook group, about her one-liners from God. And I thought, I need I need to get acquainted with this lady. I need to find out what this is all about. And so we have and and I have I have a copy of the book that I've started reading. It's I'm reading it more like a devotional book because I I read one at a time. One chapter at a time and the one liner from that chapter and then I really mull and meditate on that one for a while and then I'll read another one but it's very 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 wonderful book Patsy I want to welcome you to to my show well, uh, thank you Lena glad to have, good to be yeah, here glad to have you here. yeah okay I, I'm going to give you uh, listeners I'm going to give you a little information for Patsy how you can get in touch with her uh and I'm going to read it to you now, and then I will hopefully think to go back before the show ends and give it to you again so you can get a, a pad and, and a pen. It's her blog, uh, her website, it has a blog on it, and it's patsymatthewmore.com, and it's spelled differently, so I'm going to spell it all for you, P A T S Y. M-A-T-H-I-E-U-M-O-O-R-E. And that's the French uh, Matthew. And, but it's pronounced the, the same. And uh, Patsy's book, One-Liners from God, 
Almighty Quimps That Changed My Life are available at Amazon and Barnes and Noble online. And then if you live uh, here in the the Mid Cities area, it's available at the Gateway Bookstore in South Lake and the Gateway Bookstore at North Fort Worth campus. And uh, and here is her bio. And I'm going to read it to you just the way she wrote it because it's wonderful. She said, and God looked down on the earth and decided that New Orleans would be perfect, the perfect location to place his newest little baby, Patricia Ann Matthew. I couldn't have agreed with him more. Just an FYI, Matthew is French for the English Matthew, and they, they're pronounced the same in New Orleans. I love growing up in New Orleans, and I was fortunate to be able to attend Ursuline Academy, the oldest continuously operating school for girls in the United States, founded in 1727. I received a rich heritage as a child, both at school and with my family, that is still impacting my life today. After Ursuline, I graduated from Newcomb College of Tulane University, where I met and married the man of my life, Mike. Later, I received my master's in education administration from Oral Roberts University, where I'm happy to say I finally got the honors with, with the diploma. I served as principal administrator for a private school for 10 years, and it was there that I learned I had a love for teaching. Three children, three new married-in children, and six grandchildren later, I find myself pursuing other interests. I've been on and off the stage since I was six years old. Sometimes it was for speech class, at other times school productions, but mostly it was my childhood home doing, you better come and watch my performance in the living room after dinner productions. Speech and debate competitions were also an important part of my life, mainly because I got to get out of school to participate in competitions all over Louisiana. <laughs> I love that part. You could classify me as an organizer, creator, food evangelist, and incurable communicator. My life radically changed when I discovered in John 15, 15, that God was my friend and I was his friend. Helping others realize how this simple truth can radically change their lives is my passion. What a passion to have, Patsy. I, I love that. Well, now, uh, tell us. You know, I just. Uh, oh, go ahead. Okay. I'm well, I just, Go you know, when, when, I, um, when I read that scripture, I blew me away because uh, yeah. uh, I was raised a Catholic and it was, it was like God was up there somewhere and maybe I can shoot one up to him and he'll, and he'll get it and, and think about it and maybe, you know, answer my prayer yeah. or, or not. But when I found out he was my friend, you know, growing up and going to an all-girls school, you know, you had 15, at least 15 best friends. You know, and um, that was, and and your relationship was special with your friends. And so I uh -huh. thought, oh man, that's the creator of the universe, and he's my friend. So <laughs> I understand the feeling because when I came to that realization that the creator of the universe was my friend, it it, it changes your life when you really right. take that inside you. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's not only clout, but you know the man who knows everything and who, you know, and he loves, he loves unconditionally and he, and he, he knows your future and he holds your future. And yet he's your friend. Is he not going to share things with you? You know, does he not uh -huh. have your back? Uh, yes. You know, you can count on him. 
changed my that, life. Yeah, yes. And I now give us give tell tell my listeners the concept for one liners from God. Okay, well, um, I'm really a, a bottom line person, a bullet person. I know Robert Morris is pretty much of a bullet person, but he says it all the yeah. time. Uh, I think I'm more so. <laughs> more so. so when God talks to me because of my personality, he kind of like hits me upside the head with something to get my attention. And so um, when I, uh, I, I would be minding my own business most of the time and just uh, doing things and God would speak something so clear to me that actually worked like a paradigm shift in my life. It was like it made the knowledge of the word of God become a reality in my life, like it was in my hands and on my feet, and I owned it. And it became a default to me instead of something that that I knew was true, but I couldn't operate in that truth in my life. Oh, wait a minute. I like that. It became the default. That yeah, is such a, it be, that's such a concept now with all uh, with all of the uh, electronical things and uh-huh. default. I think people can understand that it became the default, not the. Yeah, it wasn't. I'm going to go. It wasn't to. a struggle. Yes, it wasn't a struggle. Oh, I have to have faith. I have to have faith. It became the the thing that I fell into, the truth about yes. it, that I just fell into it, and it. Uh, the reality of it became um, operational in my life. Wow. So now tell us about how the book is set up. Well, um, uh, I wanted it to be really simple, and I didn't want it to be a difficult read or a very academic, uh, deep type of thing, but yet I wanted it to be profound because when God (laughs) speaks, it's profound. So I decided, well, I'm, I don't know why this came to me, but anyway, I decided, well, 20 vignettes. I didn't want them to be really long chapters, but they're 20 vignettes that are constructed um, with an, like an expose of what was going on in my life at the time and what God spoke to me and how it radically changed my life and allowed me to uh, default to the truth of the word. Yeah. Uh, I like that about it because it's not somebody saying, well, this is the way things are. It's somebody saying, this is what happened to me. This is, and this is what, how it changed me. And then the one liner, you could meditate on each of those one liners. I, I mean, for days, you know, you can, because and then you be, can begin to say, okay, this applies, this applies to this in my life. And right, this applies exactly. to this in my life, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 it, and you can make it become um, yours. And, and, right. and, it's, and like, it's like, uh, go, yeah, I was, go ahead. Oh, I, I'm it's sorry. Like, I was sitting at the counter. Okay. I was sitting at the counter one day and um, had this huge bathroom and it would took me over an hour to clean it. And I just wanted to make it simple and remodel and stuff like that. But it wasn't broken, you know, or it ain't broke, don't fix it. And so I, uh-huh. I was sitting there wondering if we ought to do that. And I, so my mother 
had this thing called the speak up club. So we were always taught that if we had something on our mind that we needed to look someone in the eye and ask him a question. So that's what I do. I, I, you know, I can't look God in the eye, obviously, but I, I just ask him a question. So I said to him, you know, Lord, there's nothing wrong with the break, the bathroom, but is that a, is that a prudent thing to do? That's exactly what I ask him. Is remodeling the bathroom a prudent thing to do? And Lena, I heard as clear as a bell. I am not prudent. I am lavish. Look at creation. And it, wow. I almost fell off the stool. <laughs> I almost fell off the stool because I never thought about it like that. And then he follows up, God follows up with, rather, you should ask me, am, is that my plan? Am I into doing, redoing the bathroom? I being God, re, into redoing the bathroom at this time. And I thought, oh my. So instead of thinking of, his provision as cash or money or supplies or food, I started, it, it changed my whole concept into if God is into quote unquote remodeling the bathroom, he is provision, not that he doles out stuff, but he is provision. And so if I remodel the bathroom, if that's what he's into, well, then there'll be provision for it and it's okay because he's the provision. That's that's right. You know, something just yeah. happened to me just, uh, well, uh, last week before, week before last, you know, I'm a member of American Christian Fiction Writers, and we have a national conference, and it's going to be here out at the Gaylord uh, in September. And I've had to miss the last three conferences. I had been to every conference we'd had before that, but I had knee replacement, two different knee replacements and time in between and that kind of thing. And I couldn't go. And uh, the conferences mean a lot to me because I uh, it's a fellowship with friends I've made over, over the years who also are Christian writers and we understand each other. Well, anyway, uh, I write at this time and it's time to register. Um, I because 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 of copays I've had to pay, they I don't I don't have the money to register and and they have a, a scholarship, and so I register I uh, applied for a scholarship. Now I did not know how many people would apply or how many scholarships they had. I did find out later that they had seventy applications for ten scholarships, oh and the way that oh. ACFW. <laughs> The way that ACFW does, which I love this, the people who decide on who gets the scholarships, they have no idea who the applicants are, only the person oh. who's over the scholarships. And those people uh -huh. meet together and they pray over those applications. And I knew they did that. And I did uh -huh. ask my critique group if they would... Uh, pray with me that I would get a scholarship because I didn't want to miss it when it was here so close. And so um, then last, you know, last week, yeah, it was or the week before last, you know, um, week before last, they made the announcement that all the applicant, all the uh, scholarship re, re, people who were receiving scholarships had been notified. Well, then I knew I didn't have one. Which was okay. And right. I just told God, I just told God, I said, God, that's fine with me. I had told you that if you want me to go, you're going to have to provide the, the, the money. And I, that's fine. I'm happy. 
I, I will probably go out there one day and spend part of the day in the lobby and seeing friends, but that's fine with me. And the next uh -huh. morning, uh -huh. I got an email from a lady who uh, had had been in my critique group, that doesn't come now. Of course, everybody, when they come, start being in my critique group, they stay in the Facebook group when they, when they quit, you know, because they want to keep up uh -huh. with the friends they have. And so uh, she emailed and she said, I want to ask a personal question. Did you get a scholarship? And I emailed her back and I said, no. Uh, and and she emailed me back and said, my husband and I have been praying about this and we feel like God would have us help you get to the, to the conference. And they sent me a check for the whole registration. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's that the way it happens. From, that was straight from God. Yeah, and it I told her, I said, I told her, I said, I told God it's okay. You know? It's okay, whatever he wants for me. And I think he didn't he didn't want me to get the scholarship because he wanted it to be him. Him and him only. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Right. His ways. Right. Yes. His ways. Yes. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's yeah, you, he is you, so you won't much forget that provider. One. No, 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 no. He's he has been doing oh a number of God things recently with me. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, uh, didn't you say you might do another book about one-liners from God, well, I have, second volume or something? I have more, yes, I have more yeah. one-liners, um, you know, I've just kind of tested the waters. I didn't, never aspire to be a writer, but every time I share one of these uh, one-liners, people would say, you need to write these things down, you know, you blah, blah, because I would see the light go on in their eyes when, when I said it. When I said the one-liner, and it, you know, not that I'm a genius or anything, but God's a genius, and I just quoted, you know, I just quoted him. And so, um, anyway, I just thought, you know, I really need to do something with that. And so, uh, I wrote the book, but I have more one-liners that he's given me that, you know, I've shared with people. And so, I don't know, Lena, we'll see. Uh, I'm praying about it, seeing if that's what God wants to do, because if that's not where he's going, I sure don't want to go through all that work. <laughs> oh, oh, I know, girl. I know, girl. Uh, if it's, I, I'm, I made a decision a number of years ago that I only wanted to be involved in what God wanted me in because I've been right. there, done that, and didn't like the results. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's yeah. too much like work, and that's a yeah, that's a four-letter word. We don't go there. <laughs> well, now see to me, Patsy. Writing is a pleasure is uh -huh. because I'm I am doing what God created me to be. And I don't know if you've uh -huh. gone to my website or my blog on both the blog or the website. The website is LenaNelsonDooley.com and the blog is LenaNelsonDooley.blogspot.com. There's an about me tab. Uh -huh. And it gives the testimony of how God told me to become a professional writer back in 1984. And he used uh -huh. events all in one week, and he spoke words to me as as some things unfolded, and it was like I knew that I knew that I knew that he was speaking to me to do this. And so I feel uh -huh. very at peace that I'm doing what God created me to do, and I'm I am, and it's not 
it's not work. I have more stories to write than I have the time to write them. Stories just oh, wow. bubble up and bubble up in my head, you know. But I every one of me, my what, I, I think with me what it was, it wasn't that it wasn't the writing that was difficult. What it was was uh, and I think this is where we usually go. I mean that brain of ours thinks too much. And and I kept thinking, you know, who am I to be writing this? You know, what what is this and and you know, who do I think I am and you know, all that stupid stuff. And and then one day I read and after, you know, the book was published and all that stuff, one day I read this um this excerpt out of this book uh, by Wendy Walters, uh, she was the woman that did my publishing. You know, and and she said, if you have something that you think is of value, you should promote it. And it was like, that just freed me up. I said, well, of course I have something of value because it's what God said, <laughs> you know. And yeah. it just, it, that that radically changed my mentality of of the whole thing. And, I, and so I don't have any trouble telling anybody. It's a great book. You should go get it. It's really going to help you yeah. up if you're if you're open to it. Because I didn't really write it. I just put the story around the important words. And the story, of course, is factual because there was events in my life that led up to God speaking yeah. these things. But you know, so I, no, it's a great. Like I said, it's a great book. And so my whole thing was fighting the. Um, I would say it was like the the dread or the anxiety of it, okay. which is stupid because I'm not a nervous person, you know. It's the enemy of our souls, right? Throwing throwing lies into our, you know, those fiery darts that Paul talked about. The fiery darts are are those mm-hmm. things that are trying to stop us from doing what God wants us to do. And he has a whole bunch of those that he tries on me every time. Like, okay, this book is not as good as the last one you wrote and they're not going to like it. (laughs) They've already paid you in advance. You've already spent it. You're in trouble. You know, I mean, the enemy has those lies that he says to all of us. And I have learned to just tune him out completely before we get to the end. I I want us to, I want you to tell us about what happened with your grandson. Uh, oh, how, wow. How well, this... a, a, we were, uh, it was in March, what was March 25th in 2016 that my nephew was getting married in New Orleans. And so all the family came in for that. And I had been speaking to God and praying for several years about <clears throat> uh, his wanting to see my family and I mean my extended family as far as it would go I just had this big vision for my family to be not only born again but but to be able to uh, be comfortable to share God and to celebrate God within our family you know just openly and so um I I hadn't asked March 25th is my birthday and so I told um, God I said you know I said, that's my birthday. That would be a really great birthday present because I haven't really seen that prayer answered. And I know that that would be according to your will. I've been praying for this for three years. And so little did I know that the day after my birthday, uh, my grandson would get out of the house and go try to cross the street. He was two years old, cross the street to get to the park to go play and got hit by a suburban. And he was dead in the street. And it was like... uh, the only way to describe it is it was like you watched God unfold a play. 
And he had all the characters in place. He had all the props. He had everything. And um, my brother and my, and my brother's wife just happened to be visiting us at the time. And they're both emergency room doctors. And so wow. my brother went and got that baby out of the street. And, of course, he knew how to pick him up. And he was uh, evaluating him by feeling his spine that thought, well, if I can resuscitate him, what am I bringing back? You know, am I bringing back a vegetable or not? And so he didn't move on it right away. And my daughter's saying to my brother, do something, do something. Well, my sister-in-law feels a pulse finally. I mean, that baby was blue, Lena. And um, uh-huh. my, my, my sister-in-law feels a pulse and she tells my brother, she said, get busy. So he starts to resuscitate the baby. And it, the story could go on and on, but, and this really yeah. needs to be in a, some kind of book or something. But the, yeah. the long story short is that, I mean, the professional doctors, even Dr. Ben Carson, saw his um, his uh, scans and stuff, and he said, this baby didn't make it, did he? I mean, and, and the head of the uh, emergency room, or the whole emergency um, system uh-huh. at University Hospital in New Orleans said, there's no way this child should have been able to have been resuscitated. He had multiple fractures all over, he broke broken ribs, he had a, uh, a uh-huh. punctured lung. Uh, he was bleeding out. They had to take out his spleen. And it was one thing after another. And every time the doctor said, well, this will happen and all. My my daughter, she was amazing. Uh, and my son-in-law, they posted on Facebook every day and told people specifically how to pray. And that meant so much to to the people that were praying. And that's when I became a fan of Facebook. <laughs> and uh, they were there are good follow. things on Facebook. Yes, they were able to follow and to target their prayers for that boy. And he's, you know, three. Now he'll be four. Uh, he'll be four oh, in May. And, and he's just going and blowing and, and riding his little balance bike and all. And Lena, I never, I never cried when this happened. I, I cried out to God in a deep intercession and stuff. And, and then I knew mm-hmm. it was okay. That's all I knew. Yeah. And that's, because there's a difference in knowing about God and knowing God. Yes. It was like I was able, I defaulted to what he said. Yes. Yes. And, and that's yes. why yes. Uh, those one-liners are so precious to me because it has so radically changed the way I live. I mean, the peace that I've gotten to God being my friend and ha- having my back and having it un- under control has has meant, you know, the difference between life and death in my, in my family. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, uh, when, when I had my knee first, my knee replacements, I would, I, I put on Facebook because I have friends who have known us before, but I, my fans are on there and around the world. And, and I would say, I'm going to have knee replacement. Please pray for healing and against pain. And I never okay. had that excruciating pain that everyone tells me you have at a certain point. Uh-huh. I never had it. Yes, wow. I had pain, but it was not that excruciating uh-huh. pain and it was controllable. It is God. God is amazing. And, and all of my fans and all of my friends who prayed for me were a part of that. I just, uh-huh. just he is, he is so Awesome. Awesome. I wish we didn't use awesome for other things because he's the only thing that is awesome. Yeah. 
That's right. Okay, we're we're getting close to our end of our time, and I do once more want to give the uh, way they can get t in touch with you. You have a website and that has a blog, and it's Patsy P A T S Y Matthew M A T H I E U more m o o r e all one word dot com uh her facebook on her facebook the patsy matthew moore you can find her there and uh you really need to look for this book this book could be used this book could be used as for a a uh study group this book could be used for your own personal devotions um, this book would be a to give to people who who need to know the Lord on on a deeper level. And Patsy, I just thank you for spending this time with us. I know that my listeners will enjoy it too. And remember, as always, this will become a free podcast on iTunes within the next day or so. So you can down you can download it as a podcast and listen to it. And I'm sure Patsy you're probably going to want to download it too. So uh, yeah, great. this will be good good for you and and uh, I do think you should go ahead and and think about uh, told me to say this but I think you need to think about writing that next book. All right, Lena. Uh, okay. Right now, I'm working on a, a class. I'm I'm teaching on uh, an equip class at Gateway. <laughs> when you called, I was working yeah. on that. So as soon as I get this one done, maybe I'll just listen to those words and put my fingers on that keyboard and start seeing what happens. Okay, girl. Have a good day. Thank you, Lena. God bless.